beautiful little boy in the hospital that's not doing well, so it was to, we should learn it should be a schus to refer Rafal Elisha Meyer, Meyer, Rafal Elisha Meyer ben Devar, Shtar Refuah Shlaim of Sashar Chaliz. Page Lamed Aleph. This is more poetry. He was. Like his Rebbe, he had a very, very strong poetic streak in him, which makes learning his svarim, especially the svarim Meimar Man Chumash, very, very difficult. We'll try to understand. It'll feel good, even though we don't get everything. The future Geula that we're waiting for won't be just a geula for the klal of Am Yisrael and each individual Jew. It'll be geula l'choy ha'olamim. All worlds will be redeemed. Chol ha'nimtza behem and all that exists will experience geula. Gama kechavim v'agalgalim. The stars and the planets, tzva shamayim, all that exists in the heavens. And all that exists in the inanimate, in the doimim and sameach, all plants, all animals, and all human beings, all will be free. will be a cheres oilam, a geula for all that exists. And all that exists will recognize the shem Hashem in the depths of Chachma. Habina Vadas. All have this awareness. Again, it doesn't mean the plants will be thinking. But doesn't only mean Ertisel. It doesn't only mean your neighborhood in, in Ertisel. It means everything. Everything. You know, there's a very beautiful description. I think I think that Rabbi Yashabir that the Rabs received this in the family. I just don't remember where I saw this. Probably you could find that in a minute uh, if you press a couple of buttons, but I don't remember where I saw this. But there was a Kabbalah in the family. That that Reb Chaim Velazhner, Reb Chaim Velazhner, the great grandfather of Chaim Velazhner, great great grandfather, that he was. He was learning, it was Arab Shabbos, or Thursday. Arab Shabbos, not Arab Shabbos, but Thursday. And he was, he was learning. And that his, uh, and his Rabbitson, his Rabbitson had some things on the fire for Shabbos, and, and said to her husband, to Rabchaim, that she has to go to the shuk, to the market, to get a few items that she needs for Shabbos, and to please be mindful of the soup or whatever it was to make sure that it doesn't go for too long like a husband's husband has to do these things even the God Lador so 
Rav Chaim said, of course, of course, like, she, she knew that he could, you know, get lost in the learning. And she said, don't, we need for shops. Anyway, um, so Chaim's sitting there, where he sat, and, and he, and uh, he forgot about the, he forgot about the pot completely. It's already going over on the kitchen on the floor. He forgot about that. He was engrossed in his learning. And and he, he looked up. He looked up. And it seemed that the tree that was growing outside his window that he'd sat by like for the last 2,000 years, he never noticed how the flower, there were flowers, and they were very, very rich in their colors. And the green was unbelievably green. Like, and he never noticed. That, uh, he started to look outside, and he started to see things that he never noticed before. And he, and that he, he heard that the, there was a bird singing. And it was such a beautiful thing, and he never, he, he, he didn't... He, he didn't realize, he never heard this bird. It was a strange thing, such a nigga. And he's like enraptured in this whole thing. And then suddenly the, suddenly, uh, Abhaim sees out the window that Rebellia, the Rebellia, the shoemaker, is running. And Abhaim leans over and says, Rebellia, be life, the Rebellia. Where are you running, Rebellia? And he says, Rebbe, Rebbe didn't hear Mashiach, Mashiach is here. Mashiach has come. So the Chavala says, Mashiach is here. I'm the Rav. Mashiach is here. He runs. He has to put on his, his kapata and his hat. He's the Rav. He has to go. He has to be makabal upon for the, with the town. And the Chavala is running to look. Uh, how big was their place, you think? Uh, the Chavala is running and he, he takes a look and he sees Oyfei. The pot. <laughs> but said, it's Mashiach. And the pot is all over the, the soup's all over the floor. And he's looking for his kapata, and he goes to the closet, he grabs his kapata, his Shabbos, his Shabbos kapata, and he sees that the button is not on. Because he remembers he told the Rebbitson last, Moshe Shabbos, the button, and he sees the button, and he doesn't know what to do. He says, how could I go now? Mashiach is here. I'm going to go out, and, and my button is not here. It's a design. Uh, and he's standing with these thoughts, and all of a sudden the Rebbitson comes in, and the, and the Rebbe takes one look and sees that the thing is the soup was all over the place. And she starts to go, Chaim, Chaim, I told you the soup, the soup. And he says, the soup? Forget about the soup. What are you talking about? You didn't hear. She says, I don't know what you're talking about. He says, my button. Where's my button? She says, what are you, what's, I'll, I'll get it. You didn't hear the Mashiach is, Mashiach is here. And I don't have a button on my kapat. So the, the Rav told us over. Now, this never happened. What was this? The Rav said that, again, this is how I, I saw it or heard it. I don't remember. But the Rav said that Rav Chaim was asked how he imagined that day when Mashiach would arrive, how he imagined it would be like. And that's how he described the day. That it would be like another Thursday. My wife was going to the market. She says to me, Chaim, watch the pot. I didn't watch it so carefully. I got stuck in my learning. I wasn't watching it so carefully. And then, and then, on that day, Mashiach comes, and Rebellia, I'm going to see Rebellia running, he's going to say, Rabbi, Rabbi, Mashiach is here, and I'm going to grab my kapot, and he's going to be missing a button. And Rav Chaim began to cry, Oi, Oi, I'm going to be missing a button for my kapot. And he said, let's try to sew our buttons on now. 
right, to make sure the kapot is ready for Mashiach. That's the mice. It never happened. It's an imaginary day. What would it be like on the day of the Mashiach? There are variations. There's a variation like that we have from the from the Rebbe of It's different, but it's a similar mahalach. But what I found most fascinating in that was that the way Rabbi Chaim imagined that when he would look out the window, he would see how green the leaves are, that he never noticed. So was it that the, the leaves are always that green, but he never noticed? Or is it that when Mashiach comes, the leaves will begin to express themselves fully? It will be a geula for the leaves. So you can give two shmuzen either way. You could say the gula means, like it was when we left Mitzrayim, that our das, our understanding, was in a state of gulas. And the Reb Chaim is saying that the tree was outside my window all of my life. I was staring at it, but I never noticed how beautiful it is. It's just the way we look at our children. We look at our wives, our husbands. We just don't see how beautiful they are. We look at our rebellion. We look at our friends. We don't see it. Because gulas means nebuchadaz. We don't see things for what they really are. Or is Reb Chaim saying... Another Mahalach that the taka wasn't so green. It wasn't so green. How green do the, do the trees get in Velazhin, you know, in the springtime? Maybe, I don't know. But it wasn't so green. But the world is going through something. There's something that's changing in the world. Something changed. And that all of the koiches that the trees had, that they were unable to bring out, they were menakoyach el they were held back, all the force, all the energy, all the light, all the lichlekeit, the green, the life of the plant was held back. And Mashiach will come, it will be unleashed. I don't know, it could be either way, so, uh, how to understand the mice. But the tzaddik here, B'yakim says, Oz Yiranu Kalat Sayyah. says in Telem, Oz Yiranu. Then all the trees of the forest will sing. Oz Yiranu Kalatsayah. Remember when my, my oldest daughter, when she was little, I was once sitting outside. We lived then in Key Garden Hills, right off of Main Street. And we were sitting on the stoop of the house. And it was a, it was a nice, it was like a spring day. It was nice. It was windy. And and she began to talk when she was very very little. And and um, she said, "Daddy, look how the tr- look how the trees are are moving." She said she asked me why they're moving. So being the big scientist that I am, I said, "Because the wind is blowing." That, I thought that was a good answer, no? Because it's windy, so the trees are moving. And she said, "That's not why." I said, "Say well, why are they moving?" She said, "Because they're dancing. The trees are dancing." Because it's almost Shabbos. That's what she said. So, so I thought that was very cute, you know. I told my wife that, that Mira said that the trees are dancing the COVID Shabbos. But I left it at that. It's just a cute little thing that kids say. When she'll grow up, she'll learn that it's not really Shabbos trees dancing. She'll learn that it's just uh, it's windy. But I felt very sad about that. And then I decided that she's right. She's right. The mirror is right. The little one and a half year old, whatever she was, she's 100% right. The trees are dancing because it says until as you are in them. I'd say, yeah. The trees, the trees know how to dance. We're, we're old. 
and we're already disillusioned and become worn down by the grayness of the world before Mashiach comes. But little children is Al Tigu Mashiachai. Chazal say, what does it mean, don't touch my anointed ones? Chazal say, Elo, Tinoikish Shalbeis Rabbin. means the little children. They haven't yet been defiled by this world. So they have eyes, but they see a little bit the way it's going to be when Mashiach comes. So children see how green the trees are. And they see how beautiful the flowers are. And, they, and they're able to see that the trees are dancing. Dovr had such eyes. But Dovr says, Oz Yiran Lukalatzayar, that Dovr Malch saw that the, the forest, all the trees were dancing, was singing. Oz Yiran was singing. So the noise of the trees is clapping. That the trees are clapping. That's how Dovr looked at the world. Mr. Malach is Goyal Yisrael. He's a person of Geula. So he's able already to see that. He's able to hear that. Oz Yiranokal Atzayah. Kol Masha Bahavaya. Rabbi writes, everything that exists. Kol Masha Bahavaya. Everything that exists. I feel Gargar Chol. Every granule of sand. Every tiny little piece of sand. Yasik Tzur Acheres Lagamre. We'll have a different surah. Again, what does he mean by a different surah? It's not going to look like sand anymore. It'll have a surah Our eyes will be able to see the true surah of the sand. We'll be able to see that. The sand, all of the kayach of what it is will be yoytzel apoyl. And our eyes will be the eyes of Gula, of Dovr Melch. We'll be able to see It'll have a tzurah cheres. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that some somebody that that's passing by that, that doesn't have those eyes will be able to see something different. That the that the the sand of the sand of the shore is different. Will look different when Mashiach comes. There's a famous thing from the Basai in Shusigilena. Basai was a Talmud a big Talmud of the Chernobyl. He's a big, big tzaddik. He's, he's buried in Svas. What they say that what ultimately brought the Basayin to move, which was a very hard thing in those days, what brought him to move to Yisrael, was that there was a Meshulach that, was, that came from, from Meshulach that came from Svas. And and um, he was describing Eretzisro. He was describing Svas. And he said he was saying the like that: the streets are mamish gold, the streets are, 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 are paved with gold. And he was talking about how the, the, the sky and the, it was like Nabedar Hatava the way he described. And the Basayin was on fire from this, and he said it's ready enough over here. And the Basayin moved and he went to Svas. He was in Svas for like six months. And he met this Meshulach, that Meshulach. And he had a taina. And he, he met the Meshulach, and, and he, he said, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, uh, I heard what you said. I, I'm here in Svas already for six months. I don't see that the streets are any different here than they were back in Overwich in Russia. I don't see that the birds are there. I don't see anything different. So the, mulch, the Meshulach said, Rabbi, I give you a brach, you should be zayich. You should be zayich. So they say that it was after two years and something, 
that the Basayin made us do this mitzvah in the shul, and he said over this maisa, and he said, Today, Baruch Hashem, I'm Zaych. I see what he was saying. I see it now, what he was saying. But the Mishulach said, I see it now. Well, one has to be Zaych. Over that time, it doesn't mean that something happened by the streets of Tzvats that changed. But everything will have a tzu'ah cheres lagavre. The, the tree in Velazhin, the pavement in Tzvats. Ruach HaKadosh v'hanavuah tishra al hakol. Ruach HaKadosh, the Ruach of, of Nevuah, and Ruach HaKadosh will, will, will seep into everything. And the light of Hashem and all of the depths of its revelations will expand and will be revealed in everything. Yeah, I told you it's more poetic now. It's not the idea. The Ikir is the, the Lashon. With everything and upon everything. The Hashem. The mouth is incapable of expressing. Vein hamoyach yochal hasig is hagedula shetesgala oz. The mind can't express, and even the mind can't comprehend the gedula, the greatness that will then be revealed. Vafilu shal gargal chal yechidi sheyigdal beosid. What what greatness there will be by this grain of sand in the future? Kol haplius vachachma, all of the wonders and all of the chachma. That the world has been working for, that the world has been struggling with, all of these years from the beginning of time. Trying to understand, thousands of years of trying to understand. And thousands of years of studying, of examining, of experimenting. Of trying to understand. Will not compare, will not be able to be compared to what will be Mishadish, what will be new, and what will be That will be seen and will be understood in the tiniest little Bria. In the tiniest little thing that exists, the wonders that we're going to see, that are going to be seen, in the tiniest little piece of creation. That all of the experiments, all the tests, all the chachmas of the greatest minds of history, we're not able to see what we're going to see in, in, a, in, a, in a little grain of sand. Nila ha as Gaudel Hashim, the mind grows weary, trying to comprehend, to grasp the great Shinui, the the change, the great change. Shiyasi Kol Nimsa Bahavaya, that every single thing that exists will undergo, will go through. When the world will be free. Yeah. No, we should try. He says the mind grows weary. It means we, we're working at it. It's just retiring. It's on, it's, it doesn't mean we shouldn't... Every, every, 
even in our present godless way of looking, we could see in everything that Hashem created, we could see such, we could see such beauty, we could see the Chochmah Hashem. And like the Rambam says, that's a very important makar for connecting to Hashem and feeling Ahabah's Hashem. So we try, we try. But we have to, we have to at least have emuna that this bechlal is not einlam erech v'shivya to what's going to be seen, what's going to be understood, what's going to be revealed. <coughs> when Rav Cook writes in the city, he writes about Pesach. He calls Pesach. He calls it Oviv Ha'historia, the springtime of history. And he describes in, in, in his own way, it's, it's, nobody could talk that way. He describes how when, when Am Yisrael, when we were freed from Mitzrayim, he said the world was free. Something happened to the world. Until, as long as we were, as long as we were held there, as long as we were trapped in Mitzrayim, in the Mitzrayim, in that narrowness of Mitzrayim, the world itself was trapped. And La'olam, he says, forever, ever, he says, Pesach will be the springtime of all of history. Not just that it took place in the spring. The world came back to life. The world in Golis is living in the winter. In the winter means that all the kaychas are there, but they're not able to make their way through the hardness of the earth. All the plants, all the, every blade of grass, everything that exists is like hibernating is stuck underneath the, the, the earth. The earth is cold, it's winter. And when Rav Kook describes the spring, how all of the, all of the koiches that are like percolating under the snow, under the ice, all of those koiches are going to explode, come out. That's what Pesach was, and that's, he says, la'olim will be. Mankind, he says, was buried in, in Avodah under piles of idolatry, sickness, and immorality. And when Am Yisrael, when we left Mitzrayim, the essential kindness and goodness and faith of mankind was able to, was able to break out of Golas, to come out of the earth. It was able to, Isnari, Mi'ofra Kumi, Livshi Bigde Sefaratecha, was able to be free. So Geula doesn't just mean Geula that Mishibur Goliath means a Geula L'chol Ha'ilamen for all that exists. Nila Ha'seich L'hakiv is Gagar L'ashin Yashiyasi Kol Ha'nimtza Kol Nimtza Ba'avaya L'eis Ha'shichur Ha'asul Lava What everything is going to what's going, what's going to be like when everything is free? Everything is free. Because it's not just that the Jewish people are in Golist. All of existence, all of creation is still not what it, what it's, what it can be, what it's supposed to be. <coughs> says in Pesach. The world goes through what my people go through. And Am Yisrael is in Golist, so the whole world is in Golist. It's, it's, it's remarkable that as we draw closer to that time, how much more we're able to see. How much more. Things that are in nature. Look, it took such a long time for for anybody to think of a microscope or a telescope. 
don't know, I think that was like in the 1600s, a guy, Leeuwenhoek, I don't remember, from high school, the names of these people. Until someone thought about uh, taking the lens and cutting it in a certain way and putting it and making it a certain way that you'd be able to see something that you couldn't see. And then they discovered there's a, there's a whole oilum over here. There's a lot of stuff going on that we don't see. And all of that has become so accelerated these past few years. And that's, that's only because we're getting closer to Mashiach. And we're thought going to be, it's going to be Geula L'chol Ha'ilamim. That the world is already, there's things that we're not, there's already a Tzura Acheres to the world. It's Maslabish and a different Tzura. It's, it's already something is changing. It's Maslabish but Tzura Acheres. And Rabbi Akamaisha says that if even the tiniest little creature will be so great, how much more so will the greater creatures of existence, the aliyah that they're going to have? How much infinitely more so? Will the Aliyah of Am Yisrael, when that time will come, if his snarry me of Akumi? You know how Rav Kook learned that sentence? His snarry me of Akumi, live she big de Sephardic Ami. His snarry me of Akumi, live she big de Sephardic Ami. Arise, lift yourself up from the dirt. And his snarry me of Akumi, live she big de Sephardic Ami. And my nation should put on your, your beautiful your beautiful garments. So Rav Kook said that the, that the python is talking to Yerushalayim and is saying, Hisnari mi'afakumi. Yerushalayim should rise up from the dirt. And Yerushalayim should be enclosed in her splendorous garments. And what are the beautiful garments of Yerushalayim? Ami, my nation. That's what Rav Kook said. Am Yisrael is the levush of Yerushalayim. Am Yisrael. What are the big day seferis of Yushalayim? Ami, my nation, my people. Not the way that it is now that Nabuchin Yushalayim is so much poverty and so much machloikas. And even the walls have gotten so dirty over time that not even somebody didn't come up with an idea to raise some money in Chutzlar to come and to give a power wash, you know, and. Uh, by Shmuel Hanavi into some of those walls in Shmuel Hanavi's. Like the, it's gotten old. I'm not talking about ancient. I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about the the Rova. The Rova has an excuse. The Rova Dafka looks beautiful. <laughs> the Rova looks new. But Yushalayim, the Hashda, the Haidna. Yushalayim. It's like neglected. You walk through other buildings, you see garbage. They throw it down from the Merkasset. Nobody even bothers to pick up. It would be over here in Washington Heights. They'd make a Sunday for everybody, all the kids to have a, and then a picnic, and they're going to clean up, and they're going to get prizes. And you shall I am. Everything's lying there. It's disgusting. Garbage, dirt, all over the place. You shall I am. What happened to us? We lost our own, we lost our self-respect. Yushalayim 
Yerushalayim is innately beautiful. It's innately beautiful. But the true beauty of Yerushalayim is Ami, is my people. And right now it's a Baruch. We're not who we're supposed to be. Livshi Bigde Sefatech Ami. Ami. My people. If we would be in a place of Teferis, then the streets of Yishalayim would be clean. Nobody would throw a piece of garbage onto one of the streets of Yishalayim. How could somebody be metami the city of Yishalayim with garbage? People walk around spitting Gary Nimrod. By the time it's Mincha and Shabbos, you're like ankle deep in Garinim in certain neighborhoods, in the uh, shells from the Garinim. It's Yishalai. It shouldn't be even in Bnei Brak. I remember, because I was saying ankle deep, I remember many years ago I, was, I went to Dab Mincha by vision on Shabbos in Bnei Brak, and there was mamish up to my ankles in the Garinim and stuff, and I was going into the Tibis Medrash, the, the, the Garinim, the have a standing all day long smoozing on the steps up, up to the ankles. Not in the blood of the carbon Pesach. Garinim. And not even used Garinim. <laughs> not even Garinim. Used Garinim. This is Pnei Brak. This is, this is the Bar Shalom's place. It's the main headquarters. It's his, it's, this is his place. But if we're not, if we're not feeling like big day seferis, if we're not feeling that way, then, then what's with Yushalayim? Any yokel could put up some stupid sign in Yushalayim for his, for his insanity. People pass by, they give a nod and they walk on. Or the guy that's against him tears it down and puts up his crazy sign. This is a Yushalayim. This is what it was meant to be. So far, Kiyad al the hand of Amoli, that covers the truth. It doesn't allow us to see our own beauty. And if we can't see our own beauty, then, then the Yushalayim is old and Yushalayim is worn out. We don't see it. Ki yad al kais ka mucham al Hashem ba'amolek do'edu. Mucham al Hashem. Mucham al Hashem ba'amolek. That hand, ki yad al kais ka, that hand is the hand that, that is covering everything. That we can't see. We don't see it. It's... Held back. The Aliyah that we're going to have. It's going to be such a galach that those issues that, that people think nowadays are the burning issues. Mashiach comes and they look at me so embarrassed that we made such big deals about Narishkite. And the things that are so important, we didn't make a big deal of that. But we made like it was nothing. Come Ali Yosem Shay Yisrael Am Kadosh, the Aliyah that we're going to have. As it says in Pasikinavi, Vahaya Achrechain, Eshbaich Ruchi al Kalbasa. Hashem says, and afterwards at the end, I'm going to pour my spirit upon all flesh. Everybody's going to have the vias. 
there'll be everybody's going to say Navua, the old people, the young people. The Malm says unbelievable things over there if you have a chance to see the Malm and the Radak that they have on this plus. On the order over here. First are the children, Benechem Uvnaisechem, and then Ziknechem. We're living in that right now, but I don't want to give it away. Take a look, you'll see. The Malm says over there. The children are the first ones to see. The children get it. The old people are having a hard time. They're lagging behind the old people. Remember, there's a Kedim that says Chaloimis. It's not such a high madrigan. It says, Venovu Benechem, and they said the, 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 the sons and the daughters are going to have Nevuah. Zeknechem Chaloimis Yachloimim. The old people have Chaloimis. Chaloimis is not such a Chosher. Even though, even though the, uh, Cholim has in it a 60th of Nevias, but the children are seeing Mamish Nevuah. The old people's chalaymets. Bachurechem chazyainis. Again, you'll see the pshat why it goes back to Bachurechem chazyainis. Gama al haavodim vahashvachos bayoma heima eshbeches ruchi. Even on the servants, the guys and the girls, the avodim, the shvachos bayoma heima, bayoma heima eshbeches ruchi. Bayoma heima Hashem is going to pour his ruach. Venasati moivsim b'shamayim v'varitz. And I will place moisan. There'll be signs, the shemaim of arvus. Now, moifus can be understood as a miracle, but a moifus, like we see by we see also by Yitzhak and Sraim, an ois a moifus doesn't have to be something out of nature. It could be something which is a sign, a very powerful and clear sign of something. It's also a moifus. So again, it could mean that. The Nasati Moivsim B'Shamayim of Aretz that we say by the Haggadah. Moivsim B'Shamayim of Aretz. A Moivs is a sign, it means, of something that was there all the time. You just didn't notice it. That's, that's what a sign is for. What's it mean to have a sign? Sign says this is what this is, and and until that time you didn't you didn't you weren't able to know it you didn't, you didn't see. So when it says when asati does it mean that the heavens and the earth will be changed into something different? It'll be diamonds, it'll be gold, it'll be what silver. Moivsim. There'll be signs, and the signs will point us in the right direction to say this is what shemaim is. You didn't understand. This is what Aretz, this is what the earth is. You didn't understand what the earth, you didn't understand what treasures are here in Shemaim and Aretz. And Asati Moivsim a Shemaim of Aretz. Doesn't Davke have to mean something supernatural? I don't know that Rabbi Yaakov is talking about any changes in Teva. This Surah Cheris of all that exists. I don't think they just, I don't know, I'm not sure. But I don't think that he's talking about changes in Teva. Our eyes will be open to see. Nevoah, Hashem is speaking to us all the time. We just don't hear. Hashem is showing us things we don't see.
the Meshachachma speaks of the world as Nisim Ritzufim Shinisragla Ha'ayin Lirais. Nisim Ritzufim, miracles one upon the other, but the eye has become accustomed to seeing, so we don't see it. Nisim Ritzufim. Nisim. All Nisim, but the eye is Nisragla Ha'ayin Lirais. The eye has become very bored and used to seeing. So we don't notice, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't, we don't notice it. You know. If we don't notice, then we don't appreciate it. If we don't appreciate it, then we remain small people. And Gula means everything will be big. And he continues, let's just begin the first paragraph in, in Yudbeis. Hagula Asida, Hagula Asida, Shetala as kol ha'ilamim, this future redemption will lift up all worlds. Shatala as kol ha'ilamim, v'chol ha'nimtza behem, and will lift up all that exists, mishval ha'madrege, from the lowest level, ad roim ha'idem v'seferes kedushasam, to the splendorous, glorious madrege of kedusha, the madrege ha'yoysin is gavah, the highest madrege, tovi b'ikvayseha, heres u'shvira g'dayla, it will bring in its wake, Destruction, tremendous heres, devastation, shvira gedayla la'ela shalay istaglu la'kabel kalkach gedaylas v'nizgavas. It will destroy those who are unable to receive all of that greatness. They'll be destroyed by it. They'll be they'll be totally shattered and, and ruined, and destroyed by that or by that hisgalus of what's going to be. That's beginning already in our times. Destroy doesn't mean the people, it doesn't mean to die. Well, the Halavite, that should happen to some of our enemies, to all of our enemies. But there's going to be a terrible, terrible breaking of those who are unprepared for the light. And that's already, we see that a lot of that now. The way that that is manifested now Rabbi Akimoshe says it is in the form of kfira, of heresy, of atheism and disbelief. You have in the you have in the Western world at least I don't know about any other, but you have atheism is, is is itself like a whole religion over here. They have newsletters and they have an office with a secretary. They have a, atheism is a big a big. Uh, even though it happens in American people. Ruba the Ruba Americans believe in God. All studies show that the vast majority of Americans believe in God. But there's no question that even in America that there's a movement like that that has been gaining strength. Europe, Europe is Europe is is a hotbed of emptiness, of coldness, of kfira. The churches there are the churches there are having a hard time with the pushkas, you understand. Pushkas are empty over there. France and Germany. The Vatican has a lot of st- has a lot of money saved up. They could they could they could support themselves for a long time. There are a lot of Jewish kahilas that are ransacked, they have plenty of money. Yeah. Uh, is it is it different to 
So everybody. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Jew that's a kaifer is not a bemis a kaifer. He's suffering from a symptom of kfirah, but he's not be'etzim a kaifer. There's a difference, of course, between a Jew, Havdul, and, and a Goy. But there's going to be, Rabbi Akamai says that, that, that there's going to be suffering and pain and confusion for those who do not prepare to receive that greatness of the end of time. Right? Mitzvah Shem will begin, will begin with that on Shushan Prem, right? Next, next week will be, there's regular yeshiva Shushan? I don't know what's the... Huh? Yeah, I mean, some chairs. <laughs> okay, so we'll see. Mr. Shem will continue. Until then, if you're ready, be Mr. Shem.